When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Start the show. Well, hello there, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Hi. <laughs> oh, hi. Every time Sean's talking over me and he doesn't want to say a word this time. Oh, he's on his phone. Oh, that's fucking weird. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? The excitement of walking down the aisles, browsing the names and the artwork, and finally deciding on the movie you were going to take home with you. Yep. yep. Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era and streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your house, but there was something truly special about making that trip as a child, picking a movie out by hand, and heading home in the back of a beat-up pickup truck. Oh, oh yeah. Get yeah. it? On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte, and joining me as always, CEO and CPO of Dell Griffith Shower Curtain Rings, Sean Pryor and AJ Vince. How the heck are you? Best shower curtain rings in the entire Midwest. Yeah, um, from this side of the country to the next. I uh, we we ship we ship worldwide. Just so everyone yep. knows, all you Australian listeners out there. Yep, plastics. Uh, we can do ceramic. We oh, can yeah. do oh, yeah, yeah, vinyl. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We do we do it all. Just so you guys yep. know. Wow, yep. there it is. Well, thank you so much, Sean. You're welcome, Mike. <laughs> we're, we're delighted to have you here with us today, everyone around the world. If you're new to the podcast, you're at the beginning of an episode where we take a classic movie that you love from childhood and give you every single bit of information you could ever need about the movie while dissecting it Sean by Sean. So stay tuned for all the fun. But before we get started, we want to tell you about a few fun ways to support the podcast. Way number one, we got a motherfucking voicemail. Ooh. The number is 319-804-9596. Oh, you God, fucking you dropped the ball, man. Terrible. I was waiting for AJ. Man. That's what I said. We all waited for AJ. He always want to try this again? He always says it, and then we say it over him. It's supposed to be a no. fun thing. No, you do it on your own. The number is 319-804-9596. It's a group Fuck thing. Yeah. Call, leave us a funny voicemail like this, listener, and we might play it on air if it's good. Check it out. Hey, guys. My name's Jeff. I'm a cross-country truck driver. I just heard about you guys on Burt Kreischer's Burt Cast. Yeah, who's that? I don't know if you guys know about that, but he just mentioned you on there. Shit. It was uh, episode 483. If you want to check it out, send him a little thank you. I'll be uh, signing up as a Patreon and donating the $10. I love what you're doing. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, don't worry. I'm uh, not a professional arm wrestler or anything like that. <laughs> but, uh, keep up the good work. I'll talk to you guys later. We love our truckers, man. Dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. You're like our number one uh, listener because you're out there putting in the hours. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put in the hours, giving us your hours. Fuck yeah. You know? All uh, the hours. I, I feel for you, man. Like I said the last episode, it's just like that's those, that's what I do. I listen to podcasts and drive. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate all the shows I listen to, and I appreciate that you chose us to listen to. Yeah, no How about kidding. that. And, and, of course, we sent Burt Kreischer a thank you. We sent him, like, naked photos of us yeah. right. and offered yep. sexual favors. I mean, because yep. what he did was very nice. It was very, very nice. Nice very young kind. man. Yeah. 
Nice young man. Nice. Go, nice go check him out on tour. He's out on tour. It was me and Sean went. It was awesome. It was, it was great. It was jealous. so funny. Very jealous. <laughs> uh, wait, number two, hook us up with those reviews. We love getting good reviews. We love reading the funny ones. We have a segment called Review Time. <laughs> All right, this is from, there's no segment for the voicemail. There needs to be one. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is from Jay Kempt, 1988. It's titled Amazing for Any Commute. I listen to these guys every morning on my drive to work. They are extremely funny and knowledgeable when it comes to movies we all grew up loving. From being self-proclaimed biggest fans of John Candy, though, where's the Planes, Trains, and Automobiles episode? Where is it, though? Uh, I don't know. We are huge fans of John Candy. If only we could figure out a way to do Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. God, we should someday. someday. Should we someday? Yeah. Someday. Okay, well then moving along, the final way to support <laughs> us is a uh, th- thing called Patreon. Patreon. Hey, thank you. Thank you for the yeah. review. I appreciate I, it. We're just giving you it's shit. Fun. It's yeah. obviously you yeah. looked at the title. Yeah. And, we, we love you. And we love you for writing a review. Yeah, yeah, we really love you. You're wonderful. You should write more because it's we love you. Please. <laughs> All right, so so patreon.com slash confused breakfast. Uh, if you're looking for a little extra, little way to support the boys, we finally are close to our goal. We finally are hiring someone to help us to put this on YouTube. He's in here. He's in the He's room. He's actually in here. We're doing a practice roll. Yep. Uh, it's good. <laughs> See <laughs> <laughs> so to hear that. Uh, so the idea is that uh, we can give you extra perks. We're going to start putting this on YouTube. You can listen to uh, Patreon only audio. You can vote for upcoming movies. Check it out. See if it's for you. We love uh, we love all the support we can get from you guys. A couple of our newest Patreon supporters: Ryan, Andrea Santo, Dakota Holland, and Samuel Miller. But that's about it. I, I say we introduce today's movie. What do you say? It's I time. think we should. I think someday has now come. Someday has now come for oh, that reviewer. Mm. So on this episode, we discuss one of the only Thanksgiving movies ever made, a movie that warned <laughs> us of the perils of public transportation around the holidays, a movie that is a can't-miss on paper. John Hughes, Steve Martin, John Candy, and an endless barrage of complimentary B-actors. Oh, man. We are, of course, talking about 1987's Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And for those uh, looking to get a refresher on the movie quick, it is Thanksgiving time for you. You should definitely be watching this. Oh, yeah. uh, you got to purchase it from what I can tell. Yeah. $3.99 rental on Amazon Prime, $5.99 purchase. Ooh. That is a no-brainer. You might as well just, just buy, buy that bitch. I did not see the purchase option, and I'm regretting so many things right now. Yeah. <laughs> God. And this was all at the time of recording, Idiot. beginning of <laughs> November 2021. So hopefully it's still that way. Uh, first things first, Sean always hooks us up with the pertinent and important details of the movie. Sean, let's do it, baby. Here we go. Cinematography by Donald Peterman. Edited by Paul Hirsch. Music by Ira Newborn. Okay, here we go. Produced by John Hughes. Written by John Hughes. And directed by John Hughes. Who? He just does it all. He just does it all. Cast. Steve Martin. John Candy. Lila Robbins. Michael McKean. Kevin Bacon. Dylan Baker. Carol Bruce. Martin Ferrero. Larry Hankin and Matthew Lawrence. Based off a real-life traveling nightmare John Hughes experienced when he worked for an ad company in Chicago and was at a meeting in New York and was supposed to be back in Chicago the same day. With a flight delay and other layover kerfuffles, the ordeal took five days in total. Oh, wow. So it just took him forever to get back home. 
John Hughes wrote the first draft of the script in three days. He is known for just churning out these fucking scripts, just like Hammering it's nothing. Movies. He did it's like three to five days is like the first draft, and then he has like I don't know. It said like fifteen rewrites that he does. <laughs> Obviously, Jeez. which is yeah. I mean, it, you get a you get a good script after that, but it's just crazy how he just locks himself in a room. He's like, I'm here. I'm not peeing. I'm not pooping. <laughs> I'm not seeing my family. <laughs> just, it's just a script. Filming locations varied from Chicago, Buffalo, New York. Batavia, New York, and South Dayton, New York. They were basically chasing the snow around New York. Oh, that makes sense. So, yeah, I mean, you you film a movie in the Midwest wanting snow, uh, being around Thanksgiving and everything like that, and you're like, yeah, it'll just be snow everywhere. Once We'll just get lucky with it. It's like, of course. No, you you know, if you tell God your plans, it's not going to happen, whatever the fuck it goes. <laughs> but, Live, laugh, love. Exactly. I think that's it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they... they like we're just, they were like, let's just shoot in Chicago because we'll just, it's just Midwest. It's like, nope, we have to go to New York and then you have to go to different provinces of New York. John Hughes originally wanted Tom Hanks for the role of Neil and John Travolta for Del Griffith. What do what? you guys think about that? John Travolta? Yeah. I, I love Tom Hanks because yeah. we just talked about in the Burbs that we felt that Steve Martin could have played there Tom Hanks. There you go. Frank. So I'm, totally. I'm way into that. I have but no problems Do with not that. replace Lord and Savior John Candy with no. John Travolta. <laughs> no. Dude. What? Not, not all Johns are equal, okay? Maybe, not all Johns are maybe equal. Maybe this will be better for you. John Goodman as Del Griffith. I love that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rick Moranis. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God! As Neil. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Rick, Rick Moranis and John Goodman together? Yes. yes. Oh, can, wow. can, I, can, I, can I change it up a little bit? Rick Moranis and John Candy? Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, I want that so bad. I want that so bad. I want that. The I, want, fi- <laughs> I want that. The film premiered on November 25th, 1987, which is like three days after Thanksgiving, I think. Smart. And earned $49.5 million after its theatrical run on a $30 million budget. That's wow. what I got Snap, so far. Son. Oh, well, next, like we'd like to give the audience a little insight into what we thought about the movie the first time we saw it, what that nostalgia rating is. Uh, I like to start with AJ lately. His, his A begins, his letter begins with an A. Name begins with I can't big, talk anymore. Go ahead. Fine. Start yeah. us off, AJ. Okay. I've never seen it. I'm, well, what's funny is I've never seen this. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you would have literally been kicked off and Jeremy would have stepped in your role. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Makes sense. I, I would have respected that decision. So uh, uh, I, I didn't see it, though, until honestly a little bit later in life. As much as I love John Hughes, I love John Candy, like uh, obviously my uncle, Uncle Buck was a huge childhood film for me, right? But Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, I think... I don't know why, but I didn't see it a lot when I was very young. I probably didn't see it until I was actually like uh, mid-teens, mm. you know? So uh, if I ha- if I had to guess, like looking back on it, and I definitely saw it in the winter, I think it was a part of a box set. I want to say between like this and like Uncle Buck or it was like a box DVD set, you mm-hmm. know? couple of John Hughes movies or a couple John Candy movies or whatever it was. But I remember popping it in thinking that it was supposed to be like something like Uncle Buck and it was this and I just watched it anyways and uh, loved it. I love Steve Martin. I love John Candy. I love John Hughes, obviously. There's nothing about this I didn't enjoy when I was a kid. Um, but I, I will say a lot of the jokes probably went over my head. So <laughs> that all being said, uh, I would have to say this is probably going to be when I was a kid – a six point nine. 
Nice. Sean, what about you, 69. man? Got it. Um, I was kind of this kind of the same way, to be honest, how watching this movie, I just kind of I I loved Uncle Buck. I loved, you know, all the 16 candles, you know, and um, Bre- Breakfast Club and everything like that. I never like really got to this movie, but I did like every holiday it's on TV, you know, yep, that TNT yeah. or that TBS special. I would always watch it in increments. It seemed like I would like I'd always wherever we went for family to have Thanksgiving. It'd be on in the background, and I'd be like, "Okay, yeah, I'm, this movie's fun." John Candy, I love John Candy. And then the next year, it'd be the the next scene of the movie or something like that. So like for Thanksgivings, <laughs> like twenty nine years on, I com- finally completed this movie. You know, um, but so I mean, yeah, I I couldn't say that um, i've wa- sat down and watched this movie in full but i've definitely seen it uh so this is probably my first time watching it in full yeah in the first time but uh i'd have to give it if i was gonna give it anything back then i'd probably give it like a five five point eight five point eight i i agree with you man you don't have to consume this movie linearly yeah like kind of like like a Christmas story or something. Yeah. Like it. It's just like he's there's you turn it on and you're like oh there's there's this scene yeah. drop in whenever yeah you know right what I mean and and the, I was definitely not as familiar with this John Candy movie like I've told you like our family is like great outdoors Uncle Buck mm-hmm. maybe it's because this is R rated this is an yeah, R rated yeah. movie just yeah. for one scene for literally one scene otherwise <laughs> this is a very PG movie <laughs> yeah. yeah it's you're right. it's kind of a confusing choice but I, I we'll get to that later uh, I I definitely don't remember seeing this all the way through right off the bat but again it was always on TV so for me yeah just not my favorite John Candy movie back in the day so I was just a flat out sixer mm. okay. Hey, you want to get a few Sixers? Let's do it. Let's go to the <laughs> Emporium. You All know right. us. <laughs> so before we get into the full film review, scene-by-scene scene breakdown, AJ does some research for us and hooks us up with the critical ratings and reviews of fans and critics alike. Crack it. That's his new signature move. He's always coming up with like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, what I always do is I always crack the beer. I always crack my beer before we go into my segment. So. God damn it. <laughs> That's strike two. This is the worst. This is, oh, this is the end of it, guys. Oh. This is going to get better. Okay. People are fans right. of AJ, We're though. Doing all right. I don't know about that. No, they are. <laughs> they are. They talk about you all the time. They talk about you. Well, uh, guys, we always start off at our favorite place on the internet. The movie critic buffs at whatever they are. Same place. The, the Tomato Meter. What'd you say? I said Roger Ebert. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. He does show up again today. Strike one, Mike. Uh, <laughs> strike one. Uh, planes, trains, and automobiles uh, is sitting at a 92% Woo! certified fresh on the tomato You're meter. Damn right it is. Mm. Oh, That's man. A spicy, spicy tomato That's sauce. That's a spicy tomato a meatballs. Bottle of, bottle of Fetty out of Evertine. Fetty Jean. 1981. <laughs> John started it. Okay. 87% uh, by audience. Oh, man. Uh, audience didn't like it. Weird. You know. Yeah, they hated this movie. So is this an eight? Is this an eight IMDb? Or are we Ooh. still in the sevens? Like seven, nine? Seven point nine. Seven point six. Wow. Okay. Jesus okay. They don't know what the fuck they're talking That's about. Fine. What you was uh, Goldeneye? It was like seven point seven. Dude, seven point two. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that makes me feel better. We didn't align very well with the with the fans on Goldeneye. Man, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, there's a couple couple of reviews here from from some folks, and uh, Roger Ebert was one. Uh, Roger Raj. Ebert gave this uh, like two thumbs up, five star, hundred out of a hundred. Like he loved this movie. 
Um, and for mostly because of like the casting and everything. I took a little ab- excerpt from what he said. Planes, trains, and automobiles is founded on the essential natures of its actors. It is perfectly cast and soundly constructed, and all else flows naturally. Steve Martin and John Candy don't play characters. They embody themselves. That's why the comedy, which begins securely planted in the twin genres of road movie and the buddy picture, is able to reveal so much heart and truth. Nailed it. He loved the movie, man. Yeah, and that's, that's, like you said, like this is what these movies are, are... this movie is just all about mm-hmm. planes, trains, and automobiles. Sorry, this uh, start one more time. <laughs> you guys are throwing me off. Quit apologizing. Stop it. I'm not looking at you. Don't stop looking at me. <laughs> uh, this is Rolling Stone, actually. Uh, how could I forget that? Fuck me, right? Uh, another hundred out of a hundred. It all leads. To <laughs> all right. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles remains the ultimate Thanksgiving film. John Hughes understood that it's all about the buildup. No matter in your jur- no matter if your journey is filled with near-death experiences, cars going up in flames, punches to the face, or other disasters, getting to enjoy Thanksgiving with family and friends makes the Odyssey worth it. Everything else is just turkey. There you go. <laughs> oh, got him, Stinger. <laughs> and then what he was describing is the stuffing. Yeah. Hey, all right. Yeah. Hey, Thank hey. you. So we got all the good from the critics, right? I can't, um, I can't wait for you to find a bad one. <laughs> it's not easy. I know, but I know you will. <laughs> you know me. So instead of saying like, oh, I couldn't really find one here, this and that, I, I took, I decided to take little little excerpts from a lot of one star reviews from Google. Okay. okay. So let's run the just gambit a here, guys. Of idiots. <laughs> Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a band name. (laughs) Dibs. Dibs on band name. You can have it. It's (laughs) terrible. (laughs) This is a real Johnny Rotten treat. Thank you for providing real-time views. Steve Martin, jerky as usual, and Johnny Rotten candy. Absolutely flawless. I couldn't tell what what they were saying. Absolutely flawless? Is what they just followed up with? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Just go ahead and skip that one. Perfect. (laughs) The, the movie is just two guys yelling at each other for an hour and a half. It's fucking awesome. I did not laugh. Actually, John Candy never yelled. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I don't think, think he ever did. No, no I, don't, I don't think he ever kind, did. kind man. Hello. Watch the movie. Uh, here's another one. Um, I did not laugh. It may have been one of the worst wastes of my time. I go. did not laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And here's another one. I hated it. So slow, also very predictable, and so loud. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> they take a plane, train, and a car. Turn it down, man. <laughs> you don't got to fucking have a full blast. That's what he did. There you go. That's Google. That's Jesus. the one-star oh. segment for Google on there, okay? Thank you. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. I have one more, Okay, and it's, an, it's another one-star. But this is 2021, uh, January 2021, okay? Outdated and overrated. This film has seemingly been praised by critics and fans alike, but do not see such reasons for these praises. Found the film to be quite lacking in comedy and very forced. Steve Martin's character is too unlikable, while John Candy is better, but even so, the comedy isn't funny. Featuring a very simple and predictable story, everything is laid out quite obvious. Everything that can't go wrong does go wrong. They fucked that one up. (laughs) Strongly do not understand the high praise for this film and didn't find anything quite funny. More so sad and depressing. 
if anything, it is quite overrated and not a classic, as many claim. Okay. Thanks. There you so, go. God, thank you. Yeah, 20, 2021, man. Like, it wasn't just, even funny. We're <laughs> so January. Is that what you said? Just like January 2021. Coming, coming. Like, like vaccines are rolling out. You know, yeah. Just like everything's kind of getting back to normal. Just like, not even this can lift your fucking spirit, dude. Nope. It's like I don't understand how people think they can get away with writing these types of things. <laughs> and well, well honestly, no, they, I understand. Honestly, they didn't because it's terribly worded and <laughs> horribly written. You will find those like out of all the bad reviews that we've had of John Candy movies. Yeah, no one can like out, like outright say John Candy sucks. Nope. <laughs> They're just like he's just not that funny in this movie, but they just dance around the issue the whole you time. You know, like, like it's just, he's so charming, he just cannot penetrate a, a bad review. Yeah. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> now that's all we got there, guys. <laughs> hey everyone, it's AJ from the Confused Breakfast. Before we get to the uh, meat and potatoes of this episode, let's talk about your meat and potatoes. That's right, I'm talking about keeping your gear groomed and greased. Luckily, Manscaped has engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge, no pun intended, or is it? Or is it? Oh, I see what you did there. Ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. With the new Lawnmower 4.0, it's never been easier to focus on the details by shining a light on places that should only be seen in the dark. Not to mention all the amazing care products from wipes, ball deodorant, and their crop reviver. You can make sure your biscuits are properly buttered all holiday season long. Nice. Whoa. The best news of all, guys, is Manscaped is actually offering 20% off and free shipping as long as you use the code CONFUSED at manscaped.com. Wait, That's, what? Yeah, yeah. Say that Say that code one more time. CONFUSED. CONFUSED? Con- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you have to you have to type it with an inflection like that. I think too. You have to confused. Think it in italics. Yeah. But yes, if you type confused in at manscape.com, you'll receive twenty percent off your order and free shipping. That's what you get for being a special listener of our podcast. That's a good goddamn deal, if you ask me. It's not bad at all, right? So go unlock your confidence and get your weeds whacked before you get your wiener whacked with the best tools and products from Manscaped. Hey, it's Murphy Quint, head distiller at Cedar Ridge Distillery. You know why Cedar Ridge whiskey tastes so good? It's because we listen to the Confused Breakfast podcast while we make it. All right, now back to the show. Well, my dudes, what do you say we leave a fateful business meeting, take nearly every single mode of public transportation that we possibly can while enduring endless pain and suffering, mostly brought onto us by a dreadful man who won't leave us alone. And three days later, with no money, shower, change of clothes, or sleep, let's finally arrive home to our ungrateful wife. Here we go! (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, so Neil Page is in New York for a business meeting that is running late. After it's over, he heads off to the airport to catch a flight home to Chicago before Thanksgiving. Neil is unable to find a cab. Just when he thinks he's found one, someone else steals it from under him. Finally, Someone. someone. We'll get there. Finally making his way to the airport, Neil runs into Dell Griffith, who happens to be the person who took his cab earlier. Already in a bad mood, things get worse when the flight is delayed and he's bumped from first class to coach to sit next to Dell. Damn. I love the big letters scroll across the screen and, and the noises and everything like that. I, I'm a big fan of the, the mm. just like the huge lettering coming yeah. across the screen of the title. Like Grindhouse did that back in the day and uh, I think The Witch did that or something like that. It's just like a really, really bold kind yeah. of looking thing. It's like, oh, I, I'm in. I don't know why it gets to me, but we've all been there. Oh, yeah. In a place... <laughs> Like at, at a job or like a meeting or something like that, where you're just like, yes, I'm obligated to be here, but I cannot leave. <laughs> and it's just like, I love the ghost. Like, I gotta go. I gotta go. I've, I've gotta go to the plane. I can't it's so fucking good. Still, man. And the way that his boss is just like, prolonging kinda, this like whole it. thing. I it's like so him good. as an actor I a lot. <laughs> he's really good. I love he's like, everyone's like, okay, I think he's made a decision. Everybody like, gets forward in their chairs. And he's just like, no, yeah. <laughs> let me think about this a little bit it's more. Classic, <laughs> classic John Hughes silence. You see this in all of his movies to yes. some degree, somewhere it, it happens. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Buck, Breakfast Club. These yeah. silences happen everywhere. These awkward moments in life that you're just like, why are we doing this? <laughs> Why are we dealing with this right now? Because we have to, and this is what life consists of, is awkward silences. It's fucking brilliant. It's like no words are exchanged except him like mouthing the words to his buddy. Yeah. And like no nothing is ever said in the whole meeting. Yeah. I love that. It's just facial reactions and yeah. people like posturing and stuff like that. It's so good. I don't have much to pick apart in this movie. I mean, no secret. <laughs> There's one thing I didn't like. Why did they have to highlight the time that the <laughs> flight was taking off. They show the plane ticket. And it goes, just in case you can't read, yeah. this is where you need to focus. It's like, geez, this nice. is the time the plane takes off. I like yeah. it. I, li- <laughs> I like it just because it's like, it's like Steve Martin's perspective. He's just like, okay, the, six o'clock. The only thing he can focus yeah, exactly. on is 6 p.m. Exactly. You just got to do it. <laughs> I'm just glad that it wasn't 445 the last time I flew out of town and I had to be there an hour, 15 minutes. My wife would have killed me. Oh. She's the type that gets to the airport like four hours early Oh yeah, to the Cedar Rapids airport where it takes you two seconds to go through (laughs) it's like we're late no we're not no we're not steve martin's character is fucking late right very very late back then though you didn't have all the security right walked right through you just just get right through there metal detector and you're in yeah see i think that's that's like the biggest thing is that he walks right up to that gate and (laughs) finds out it's delayed and i'm just like i wonder what that's like (laughs) you know i wonder how that life exists i remember that he's not like still putting on his shoes right like trying to shove shit back in his bag (laughs) (laughs) put his belt back on awkwardly forgot his mask (laughs) (laughs) damn oh god before we get to the airport though yeah kevin bacon kevin bacon kevin bacon like I, I remember seeing him in this movie, like the snippets that I watched yep. on Thanksgiving. I'm like, oh, it's a Kevin Bacon movie. I'm like, it's not. No, Kevin Bacon. He doesn't movie say a word. They were filming. She's having a baby, like at the same exact time, and, and it hadn't come out yet. And this would come up later too. But uh, Kevin Bacon starred, and she's having a baby. And John, uh, John Hughes wrote and directed that as well. Yep. yep. And so I think it was. What's the other John Candy movie that we did recently? Jeez, uh, I mean, Uncle Buck, uh, Great Outdoors, Great Outdoors. Yeah. Was that John Hughes? No, I don't think Great Outdoors was John Hughes, was it? Because there was a connection of like a movie that we did, because I had brought this up. Written and produced by. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. So yeah, he was doing like the great outdoors. She's having a baby and this movie all around in the same time. So we had all these actors just like on set as we'll get to, there's so many other character actors to get to in this movie, but he just had all these actors. He's like, yeah, I'll just, I'll come and do a quick scene. And so John Candy has a little snippet and she's having a baby. As yeah. Well. Cool. Yeah. I, I loved how Kevin Bacon like slicked his hair back before he got in the cab. The attorney on the street, though, did you recognize him? No. The, the, the dickhead attorney that's like, well, I'm attorney. You know, like he's, he, yeah. he, he Close, steals money. I'm an attorney. He steals money from uh, Dell. You know? yeah. So his name's Nick Wyman. I, I'm looking at him going, like I typically do, going, who the fuck is this guy? Look him up. He doesn't even have a photo on IMDb. No. But he did a few things. He was the baseball coach in the Adventures of Pete and Pete, the Orange Lazarus oh, episode. Yay. That was fucking him. Are you serious? Yes. Oh I knew him right up because we had just done that in the last couple months. Yeah. And I, was, I was one of the episodes I watched. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Orange Good Lazarus. Catch. Wrigley. <laughs> Is hailing for a cab in New York City that much of a bitch? Like, I've never been. Have you guys been? Yes. Do they actually yell like, taxi, taxi? Yes, you do. Cab. Yeah. Still? Yeah. Well, now there's a thing called Uber. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is like, is it? Do do cabs hear you say cab or they taxi? All, they keep their windows down. They all have good hearing. That's part of the taxi cab test. Okay. Yeah, they know. <laughs> okay. I uh, know this by watching Taxi. Uh, sitcom. Remember that? Yeah. Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah. Christopher only, Lloyd. I only yeah. kind of know this from Cash Cab. That's Nick, Nick at night, man. Nick at night. You got to get your Nick at night in, you know. Uh, yeah, you're right. I got to get that cable. Hey, so they, what like we do in this in this uh, review is we try to think about these movies in a different way, yeah. view things that we didn't normally see. Maybe hit the pause button, right? Do a little research. So when he finally gets into the airport, and he sits across from Dell. Yes, he's, the book he's reading. <laughs> yes, dude, it's called <laughs> The Canadian Mounted. <laughs> my prop. Yeah, oh, my no! prop. Dibs no! on that prop. That's mine. All right, fine. We'll get to Son we'll get to some other bitch. stuff. All right, fine. And we have to when, whoever starts the prop game, we have to finish it. So yeah, okay. I want John Candy's mustache. <laughs> which by the way, once you see this, yeah. it looks like it looks like his lips have an eyebrow. Because yeah. it's the same color and size as his regular eyebrows. Yeah. You can't unsee that once you see it. It looks like he has an eyebrow for his lips. <laughs> Okay, that's what I want. All right, I know exactly what I want. Okay. I want I want Del Griffith's examples of shower curtain. <laughs> I want the little All right, cool. Book. Cool. So, um, no, I, hold on. So oh, the Canadian ahead. Mounted is, Canadian is Mountain. not a real yeah. book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's like the cover of it's got like a, a very seductive woman on it. Deadpool 2, he's reading that in Deadpool no 2, shit. the same book. Are you serious? Ryan Reynolds' character sitting on the on a desk paying tribute. He's That's got he's awesome. got the Canadian mounted. That's he's reading fucking it. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> awesome, right? I love those I'm movies. I'm mad that you stole that. Um, wow. How about well, and then like he's trying to make it, he realizes that uh, Steve Martin or Neil is the guy who he took the cap from or whatever. He's like, hey man, I, like you want a hot dog or a beer? I'll get you a hot dog. Like just keeps going immediately. I love John Candy right off the goddamn bat. You yeah. know, it's just like I, anytime John Candy or someone like that offers me a hot dog and a beer, you fucking take you it. You take a hot dog and a beer. A hot dog and a beer. Dude, I've never wanted a hot dog and a beer more in my life because like, absolutely uh, that that'd be amazing. Yeah, I, I just I forgot I did not write this down, but you know how right at that moment when he goes, he re Neil recognizes Dell, yeah. and he flashes back to like the look yes. the look he gives him from the cab because earlier he gives him this this like scared look from the taxi cab, but in the airport, <laughs> yeah, yeah. all they do is super. Impose a 
taxi cab door over his face and he gives him the same. <laughs> he's still in the airport, but it's like this weird recollection. I have it written as that little memory shot is it's like set makeup. Yeah. It's set makeup is what I wrote. And it, it's it's so funny because he's like, where do I recognize this guy from? <laughs> Boom, and, just, and it's a silent shot of him going. <gasps> <laughs> but he's still in the airport he's with the taxi cab door around with him. The door. Like, <laughs> oh, it's so good. Holy shit, man. The so he calls home to his ungrateful wife, right. who I'm sorry, I'm going to keep dwelling on this, but she's like, I don't understand. Like, what do you mean the flight was canceled? It's like yeah, the flight was fucking canceled. That's what I mean. What, I don't know what you're, what, like, what, uh, you're in Wichita. Oh, I, no, sorry, I'm, I'm actually cheating on you. Yeah, that's why I'm still in Chicago, in New York. Right, right. No, the fucking flight's canceled. Now I'm in Wichita. I yeah. guess we'll get to that. But they showed the house. Tell me you thought that was the Home Alone house. It looked just totally. like it. It's 100%. not. It looks so similar, though. It's, it's absolutely eerily similar, but then you put them side by side, you go, mm. Yeah. I guess they were both in the Chicago suburbs, but different different areas of you the suburbs. You just got a knack for, was, for those goddamn houses. Those, like, four-story yes. houses or some shit. The, the how did they afford that house yeah. kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. The, the, 100%. The four-person family afford that house. <laughs> I guess Home Alone makes more sense, but... Uh, I I think in that scene too, where he calls his wife, the the two kids are arguing or whatever, and or I, it might be a little bit before that or whatever. But uh, one of them says, "I I prefer Indian burns over noogies." I'm like, I do not. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I noogies. Suck, I do not bro. prefer noogies over Indian burns. I'll take an Indian burn every Native American burn. Yes, please, thank you. All day over a noogie. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you. thank you very much. Well, and speaking of Home Alone, uh, we got we got a cameo on the plane. The old man sitting next to, to them. Oh yeah, it was the it was the guy in Home Alone two or Home Alone one. It's like she's got all kinds of earrings, the dangly ones, the you know. Dang, the the, dang, the, the Bill Irwin is that, is Bill that Irwin. Yeah, he was he was the one that, that he goes. Oh, all right. Yes. <laughs> you know, you know, you're a Christmas I, movie guy. I, like, okay, like, so like she's trying to. We don't need she, the earrings. She's got all the dangly. She's ones. trying to buy the tickets off of this lady. Like oh. I got a pocket protector and a pocket yeah, yeah. And is this a real Rolex? No, but does it look like it? Yeah, you know, that's, that, right. that's her she's husband's like. Come on, Irene. Or boarding. Uh, we're boarding already. Same guy. He just flies a lot. Yeah, yeah it's right. <laughs> this time he's just without his weird wife, you know? <laughs> it's fun. I love I I once I saw him I'm like, oh shit, because John yep. Candy or John Hughes just has these actors in his yeah. pocket. He's like, hey, just come down and do a scene and we'll, we'll call it good. And apparently they they filmed like five hours of this. The original cut of this movie yes. was like three hours long. So yes. there were so many deleted scenes. Oh One of them God. was that this the same guy, Bill Irwin, on the plane, like they're eating a meal and someone's f- sitting in front of them and their hair comes over the back of the seat into, <laughs> yeah. into Neil's food and they're arguing about it. But oh yeah, he didn't have a speaking role, but yeah. And then what line of the movie? I mean, we're going to probably argue about this the whole time, but six bucks in my right nuts says we don't land in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> He's just staring at him in the face. He just wakes up. Imagine that from Neil's perspective. That he's just like he's just like God. I've got this guy over here, and he looks at Dell. He's like God. This this mother. And his eyes pop open at you. I'd be creeped, man. After before he fell asleep, he's just taking off his shoes, <laughs> oh. which I'm like, I would be like, I understand, and I like his reaction. I'm like, dude, I, I've been there, like a day after work or something. Oh, like, oh. oh. like my dogs are barking, you know. But then he takes off his socks and he's like whipping them. <laughs> oh man, it feels really good. <laughs> it's just like getting it all over the plane. Oh. 
It's fucking foul, man. There's a special like circle of hell <laughs> reserved for those kinds people of people. Take their <laughs> shoes off on an airplane. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so moving along. Unfortunately, due to heavy snow in Chicago, the flight is diverted to Wichita, Kansas. The flight is canceled soon after. Dell agrees to help Neil find a room where he's staying if Neil will pay the cab fare. Upon reaching their hotel, only one room with the queen size bed is available. Neil quickly grows annoyed with Dell's habits and hygiene and lashes out at him. Neil calms down and the two eventually fall asleep. So speaking of fun cameos, especially in the confused breakfast world, uh, Larry Hankin, the driver of the most badass cab in history, Dude. also the bar friend and yeah. wedding singer. That's right. Yeah, man. Uh, I got even more. Uh, he was Officer ba- Balzac in Chicago PD and Home Alone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy online for Hang on. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. That's Do you know right. what his name was credited in the movie? They never say it. Oh, isn't it? Oh, fucking. Oh, what's his Doobie? Doobie. <laughs> Doobie. I'd ride in that fucking His cat. name's Doobie Tequila. And again, he's trying to be nice. He's like, your friend's never been here before. Yeah. I want to show him the town. And he, he's like, well, he's proud of his city. You know, that's a rare thing these days. It's just like, yeah, come off it, man. <laughs> Meeting someone named Doobie Tequila on any, like, diversion of a flight or a trip or anything like that would be <laughs> worth the hassle no matter what. Like, I met a man in this world that we live in with people called to- Doobie Tequila. His cab Doobie has tequila. hydraulics. <laughs> it's so bad. It, it also has one of the, uh, like, it's the uh, boomerang antenna for, like, limousines yeah. on the back. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's going to be my next gig. But uh, buy a bitch and ass car. Get West Coast Customs to hear that yeah. I like bitch and ass cars with movie theme to it. And build me a car with a bitch and ass movie theme to it and drive around giving people rides. Like, that's, that's all the business I'm going to ever need yeah. is just, like, driving around in that car, hanging out, fucking being like, yeah, I'll take Take you to the town. It sucks, but we're gonna go around and it. You take the longest route possible. Exactly. <laughs> and they show up at the Braidwood Inn, and I love that line. Like Neil's already like, "Holy shit!" Well, I mean, like I've <laughs> stayed in a hotel like that before. Yeah, it's not. You pull up and you go, "Oh no!" Dude, he looks. Like, he's looking at that place like there's an active stink coming off of it. <laughs> but but John Candy realizes <laughs> this and just says, "Stick with me." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's walking. been here before. <laughs> He's been there before. Oh, one more came. Ben Stein yes. was the worker at the at the airport. Yeah. yeah. And behind him it said destination nowhere. <laughs> I don't know if you ever caught that. Dude, the Ben Stein, like I, I have to he was he's also a big presence in like John Hughes movies. Yeah. Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. Ferris Bueller's dad, by the way, was in the beginning. That's right. And he must have been there on business. And then he was also going back to Chicago. To have never make the flow. You'll never make the six <laughs> man. And he's like, he 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 was there too. I think that is in fact Ferris Bueller's dad. And in that he scene? in this scene, and he was flying back to Chicago. Oh to no! Have, to, for for oh. F- have Thanksgiving with Ferris and and the family. Okay, I think that was him. Okay. Damn, bro! Thank so, you. You're welcome. And the, the, that parade was Thanksgiving parade. The Ble- Macy's. Yeah. Oh shit ass. Shit ass man. <laughs> shit. Ass. You're right, Mike. You're right. <laughs> shit ass. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Can we talk about sometimes films? get things so right that they make you feel things you've never felt before or never wanted to feel <laughs> when you haven't actually experienced it. Like, you know, like you, you'll you get 
Like your back will hurt if you see someone like break their back and you're just like, oh, no, my yeah. back hurts. Bomkin Jensen getting stuck on that yes, tree. Yes, you're like, oh, I can feel that. That entire bathroom scene when Neil gets is <laughs> taking a shower <laughs> and he steps on the, <laughs> the, the, wet. the wet towel. Oh. You can feel that. You've been there. You know, like you're in a shower where things don't drain yeah. very fast <laughs> yeah. and it starts getting, it starts building up. Everywhere. <laughs> you step on a wet towel and there's a wet floor. Like, oh, like you can, me and my wife both just kind of went, oh. Oh, that's so gross. You can feel that scene, how gross everything is. The fact that he just sees everything across that entire countertop, man. And the one thing left <laughs> is a little tiny hand washcloth yep. <laughs> that he's got to try to dry off with. I mean, what do you dry off with with that? You go to like, you go like two places. and, and Wait, Okay, so where do you go? If you got one towel, you got to dry something off right away. You you go to your face, and then you, you got to go face first because because the next spot, the next is, spot on is, your yes. is your junk. Yes. You can't go junk first. No, you can't go <laughs> junk first. This is this doesn't have the same like capabilities of like reversing for the other side. You have to like you got to do a very specific order. Oh. You know, I mean, like this it, off. just just man, like you. If I mean, I guess you might have a beard or something like that. But like you want to wash off, you want to get your. Face dry and then go down to the nether regions because it's already got a built in towel down there. Mm. Unless you use our code confused at manscaped.com, <laughs> get there. It might be done by now. I don't yeah, even know. No one knows. Let's, know. let's just get But there, we still guys. enjoy the product, so go get it yeah. 100%. Um, bringing a hypoallergenic pillow is a good move. Yeah. Great move. That's a great move. He's been living on the road for a while. He knows. And he needs it, obviously. That's why he's got a fucking trunk. Like, I have to imagine that this is what it's like for my girlfriend when I have when I come to bed, staying up so late to do Reacher for, for this show. Like, snorting mucus and making gross noises is yeah. just the what I do. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, she's, like, sound asleep when I come to bed, and she's awake <laughs> for another hour because it takes me another hour to get to sleep <laughs> when I go to bed, just, like, <laughs> doing my inhaler. Like shaking, getting out of bed, and like get pulling over the, f- and then th- my dog Theo is in the corners, like right. scratching at his fucking thing. Yeah, playing I, on his tablet. I can only imagine <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. The the Neil or sorry John Candy Dells when he says sorry after that, like <laughs> yeah. my, he just he just goes I'm sorry, <laughs> and then you think it's over, and then he keeps going, and then that's when Neil fucking freaks out. So Neil. Neil sucks. Neil sucks. Neil is one of the Neil's like, like uh, our boy in fucking Encino Man, mm-hmm. our, our main character. Where Scene like, Aston. yeah, Scene Aston. Where this is when you really true. Like we've all been in travel situations where like we're not our best if things are going wrong. It's understandable, but this is when you really realize that fuck Neil because I mean like he just keeps going. Yeah, like he could oh, have yeah. said one bad line to Dell and yeah. called it good, but he keeps going and he keeps thinking of more things he can say and more bad things even staring into that hurt look of Dell's eyes yeah. like that's that's a hard face to look at that is sad and he keeps fucking going i mean like that dude fuck neil oh yeah i feel this part like when he he's it's actually hurtful to me, like like watching him berate this man like this, and like what he says, he's like, not even your anecdotes are interesting. So like, I don't know why you keep talking. It's just like, damn, dude, that's some cold shit. That's fucked up. Like, and, and here's another thing. And to know this about a person this soon, like I, I don't know. Like uh, you can't, you yeah. know, to judge a person like that this automatic, where he's only stuck his neck out for you this entire time, yeah. you know, so far. It's really tough to not be upset with him. And then you're like, but <laughs> yeah. you're like, you didn't have to go that far. I mean, 
You've got that lone bed, those crazy sheets that are you know are like scratchy. He and exploded that, beer cans on it. That, that felt blanket that's in the oh. middle. You know that felt blanket from motels, <laughs> yes. right? You and then it. on top of that, he puts he has beer. He's like sleeping he said, in a puddle of beer. He's sleeping in a puddle of <laughs> beer, which they kind of gloss over. He says, he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't know they'd top over. He's like, he's like, you had open beer cans on a vibrating, a vibrating bed. bed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think was gonna happen? I didn't know. And by the way, you, someone's going to have to explain to me like this 80s, 90s like experiment of the vibrating have you, motel Have you ever bed. been in a yeah. hotel with one? Uh, no. No, I, I have been okay. in no, one. No, he's never, but he's never, never wanted, He's never like planned no. to kill someone before. Well, right. keep in mind that any any hotel that has a vibrating bed is not a hotel. It is it's a, a motel. motel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> there ain't no indoor hotels that have vibrating beds. He's, he's not, rented by the hour. <laughs> He's not a migrating peasant, AJ. He's not. <laughs> Sorry, I'm <laughs> not a knock against. Me. I like his. Uh, I like John Candy's comeback though. He's a, well. I like me. It's like he's a very, very yeah. confident yeah. man. He's in, he's comfortable with himself, and he knows who he is and everything <laughs> like that. I, I I do like that comeback. Like I mean, like if anybody was making fun of you. Just say that. He's like, well, I, I like, like me, me. so um, I don't really give a fuck. What <laughs> but then he, then he goes and lays down, and he's facing the wall, but he's looking back <laughs> at him, and he, and he, he's, he's, like, back. he's like, making sure he's, is he leaving or is he staying? He moves his head back really quick. <laughs> uh, I don't like the music coming in in this scene either. Like, that's that's one of one of my flaws about it is it didn't need, like, the sting of, like, oh, boom. Like, oh, this is sad about John Candy. Yeah. Like, we want to sympathize with him. Like, we, autom- we, autom- automatically we already do. do. Yeah. And I, it just, the music was like a little cheesy for me, and I didn't really like it, but uh, that's my only flaw about this scene. You know me. We're talking cameos. Did you recognize the hotel thief? The guy who steals their money? Wasn't he uh, also in Pete, Pete and Pete? No. No? The guy that steals their money in the middle of the night, his name's Gary Riley. He played Charlie Hogan, who's one of the goons in Stand By Me, one of the gang members. Oh, no The blonde haired gang member in Stand oh, By Me. Oh, my God. Damn. I was like, shut your mouth. Shut yeah. your mouth. Wow. Uh, and it was, that was like a year before this. So there you go. Damn. It was just, oh, you know me. How about that? <laughs> you know me. <laughs> Not to take it too Cameo far Mike. back. I had to. <laughs> I I know we we mentioned it a little bit, but I, I'm I'm right here with you, Mike. Ungrateful wife. I had to bring it back around. Well, we got rerouted to Wichita. I don't understand. I don't understand what a what what a storm in Chicago has to do with you being in Wichita. It's like, bitch, what are you talking about? What are you? We got rerouted. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, you're upset. You're home. You're in bed. You're warm. You're like in this giant house. <laughs> You're having the best time. Yeah. You're, our parents are all in the way, and I'm probably not going to be there. Like, what are we mad about like, here? Who's going to mash the potatoes? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Get someone to do, try it yourself. Well, the garbage hasn't been taken out today. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck do you want? I, I, I'm telling you, she's like one of the most stupid <laughs> characters in any fucking movie that I've ever seen. Like, I don't understand her part. <laughs> I tried to attach to her like as as like the wife, and she doesn't have actually much of any substance as a character. No. Like, I'm going to say, I, I've got to say that because you're just like, yeah, it's the wife. Why didn't we have any route to get attached to her? Okay, let's go to Uncle Buck. At least, like we hated, we hated the parents and Uncle Buck, right. especially the mom. Yeah, but like she, you could kind of sympathize with her. You could, you can be like, okay, okay. I get it. She's got a teenage daughter. Like, yeah, it's tough. Things are tough around here. Like, what is so tough for you, Mrs. Fucking Neil? Like, what's right. going on? Yeah, what, what's bad? What's yeah. going on? Tell me. Maybe it is. Like, explain uh, exactly. To me. I want to know like why you're upset because like because <laughs> like right now it seems like. 
you're just chill. And we like, are digging ourselves. Are a we hole. Fo- are we focusing too much? On we this? are digging ourselves a hole Do with we- real people in our lives. I can no, tell you that no, right no, my okay. wife would be like, God, that really sucks. Yeah. I hope you're safe and get home as soon as you exactly. can. Exactly, she would, would. I I literally just went through a similar <laughs> yes, experience, you did. guys. If you if you're on our Patreon, you know what I went through, <laughs> and I just went through the same thing. I will tell you that my wife said. Oh, no, that sucks. You're there. You have to do this trip. You need to see the best of it. You need, like, I hope that you're safe. And gave me, like, a great pep talk yes. in the <laughs> middle of this. So, no, I'm not digging a hole. I'm wondering what that bitch's hole li- she's living in. Okay. <laughs> Sean, do we, do we fuck up? Is this bad, Sean? No, I don't think. I'm, I'm more secure than ever. Okay, okay good. good. <laughs> Jeremy, go ahead and cut out the next, the last 10 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Cedar Ridge Distillery. We knew we wanted to partner with someone local, and we definitely knew we wanted to rep somebody that we actually used and loved. So partnering up with Cedar Ridge Distillery was a no-brainer for us. One of the fastest growing whiskey companies in America, who was named Distillery of the Year in 2017, which is made right in our backyard, and we do truly love all their products from the quintessential American single malt, their whiskey collaboration with Slipknot. People equal shit. People equal shit. And of course, the flagship bourbon, which I am drinking right now. If you're in Iowa or around the Midwest, you can likely find some at your favorite local establishments. If you want to give it a shot, but are elsewhere in the country, like a few of our friends have reached out so far, you can order online at cedarridgewhiskey.com. We truly hope you'll make it a point to grab some of this delicious whiskey. Honestly, I have a glass every night. It, it just calms me down from the shit of the world. It makes me feel warm inside, especially like on a nice winter's evening. Mm. <sighs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, truly, we're, we're, we're so glad that you're going to check them out. We're so happy to have them supporting our podcast. So let leave us a message. Tell us what you think. If you yeah. grabbed a bottle, we want to hear all about it. Totally. And, of course, you need to enjoy it responsibly. Absolutely, please. CedarRidgeWhiskey.com. 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 <laughs> <laughs> The next day, while eating at the hotel's diner, they find that their money's been stolen overnight. After hitching a ride to Stubville, train don't go to Wichita, they manage to get on a train bound for Chicago. However, as the pain as the pain trasses through Missouri, the main engine breaks down and the passengers are forced to find other transportation. Dell and Neil then take a bus, which gets them as far as St. Louis. The wake-up-in-the-morning cuddle scene. Very funny scene. I When he... <laughs> When John Candy like gently kisses his, his ear, it's very sensual. <laughs> I fucking lost it. And then I thought about how many funny outtakes they probably had. From oh that. my god, <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. There's so much of this that I they I have to just try to remember that they are comedic giants, like and great friends, and, and great friends. And yeah. you're just like you have to try to remember that this the sinus clearing. How did Steve Martin not lose it? How did he keep it together while he's clearing? <laughs> sorry. Like you're said, oh, sorry. sorry. And he's just like, and then he continues on with it. It's almost like they're trying to get each other to break every now and again, <laughs> yeah, man. Completely. And the pillow stuff and then the gentle kisses. Yeah. Where's your other hand? It's like in between two pillows. It's like, those aren't pillows. <laughs> yeah, times have changed, man. Like in cuddling with your buddies is not a big deal. No. We do we've done it all the time. It, all it is very eighties, the like yeah. shake it off and yeah. have to be man. Oh, oh, okay. 
Catch Bear, Bears Bear. game last week. Uh, Bears game. We got a great team this year. I think. Like, I mean, I think we've. That's a long time ago. I mean, that's more than thirty years ago. Like, if I woke up next to AJ, I'd be like, "That's pretty funny, dude." Yeah. I'm sorry, I kissed you. Sorry, my, hands, <laughs> my hands need to be warm. It's like yeah. it's okay. That's I'm, the warmest I'm part sorry. of my body. So anyway, should we try to figure out how to get back home? Yeah, probably should. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to tell the wives about this though. It's no. just with you and me. Yeah. Uh, and then we're introduced to uh, Gus's son, Owen. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> My God, the most one of the most creepiest character actors of all time. Who is who is that? Dylan Baker. Oh my Dylan God, Dylan Baker, dude. He he plays a great creepo. He does of, trick or treat. Trick or treat. Yes, we just watched that. Yeah, he's also very much like I'm trying to remember. He he plays these very like straight laced characters a lot. Yes. Though, too that he, it's like it's like frustrating or annoying, kind of like the annoying like production assistant or like assistant to the CEO kind of person. Mm -hmm. Like he plays this person all the time that you're just like, God, that guy needs to get punched in his face all the time. Either either that character or the creepy guy, like especially in the movie happiness. If you guys have ever seen that Uh people who have seen that know what I'm talking about. It's, it's very, very fucked up in that movie. But yeah, he's, this is like his character that he created apparently in like the whole like chewing thing, like where he spit, in his oh. hand and uh, like, <laughs> like stuck his hand out to shake his hand. Steve Martin didn't know he was going to do that. I think John Hughes came up to him. He's like, "Hey, just do this, and like, we'll, we'll see what happens." Because there's a lot of this was improv too. Like this whole movie was pretty much he improv. Does, he deserves a fucking award for that. I mean, just like took the, it the over. noise. It, <laughs> <laughs> train don't go out of Wichita. <laughs> like, what the oh people my train God. goes out of Stubbyville. People train out of Stubbyville. <laughs> I mean, and then he's got the line that for her first baby came out sideways. She didn't scream or nothing. <laughs> Real sturdy. And she's just standing there. She's a good woman. <laughs> I, I just, I mean, that was short and sweet. I love oh, that. Yeah. I love all the people that they're meeting on the these travel movies where you're yeah. going from place to place. Yeah. That's half the bat. The oh, amazingness yeah. of it is meeting these people and okay, then you're gone. You're never going to see fucking Gus's son Owen ever again, <laughs> but it was pretty <laughs> awesome. And you're going to remember that until the day you die. What are you doing? Put that baby down and get this thing picked up. <laughs> <laughs> She's strong. She's strong. Don't they travel by bus after this? No. So they, so he takes uh Gus's son Owen takes him to the train station. Right. They get on the Amtrak or sorry, the com track, con trail and Amtrak <laughs> mix together. But this is again, where Neil fucks up. Okay. When you're traveling, don't you ever count those chickens before they're hatched? Yeah. Don't you ever sit nope. on a fucking train and be like, Oh, nope. wow. I'm, I'm going to be home. He's like dreaming of Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> Never, and man. having a conversation with the girl that goes to college going home. Oh, okay. Don't you ever do that because you Never. know the next thing that train's gonna bust. That's right. Gonna break down, man. You got to stay on edge. <laughs> yes. You have to stay focused. I'm telling you, like I say, guys, I had a little bit of PTSD when I watched this movie. Again. <laughs> I was thinking about you the entire time. <laughs> I'm telling you, there is so there were so many familiarities like with this movie from when I when I was coming trying to go uh, overseas. It was too close for comfort in some points. And the train was definitely one of them because literally when this happened, like I remember we hit a train delay when I went Yep. train delay in the middle, underneath the English channel, by the way, that you're just like, I'm we're stuck underneath underwater. This is what we're doing. And I immediately thought of that when the train breaks down and stops and Neil, (laughs) Neil gets out. And then by the way, they're going to tell them to walk a mile, mile and a half. What else are they going to do? 
Well, it's like you think about like the people who are like who can't do that. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not ADA. <laughs> Have you ever walked across a tilled field? It's terrible. It is the worst a fucking frozen thing. Tilled a field. Frozen yeah. tilled field. It's, it's like a little butcher knife sticking out of the ground. It's the worst thing on this earth, man, to try to like navigate that. Somebody definitely broke an ankle yeah, you, on the well, way you over. You got an old guy in a wheelchair. What are we doing? No way. What man. is happening? No well, way. Well, you you are saying about travel today even too. It's just like, yeah. well, like even in this movie where there there's a huge waiting line for the payphone. I'm like, good God. Can yeah. you imagine? Like that would, oh, like that would only like hold you up that much more. Like oh. you could have backups or like, I know this train's going to fucking break down or something like that. I'm like, yeah. I got to get someone I know in Wichita or something like that to come help me out. Oh, like, I have a Facebook, I have four Facebook friends exactly. in Wichita. Wow. Yeah. I should probably call them <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah. I got, I got this <laughs> group that I'm part of and Thank some shit, you know, like <laughs> you could do that and they couldn't back then. And <laughs> that fucking sucks. Yeah. So, yeah, so the b- bus takes them to the bus station while they're waiting for, like, an actual bus. That's right. And that's when John Candy does the earring salesman. <laughs> like, that, tell me, that's improv, right? It's, oh, it's got Every be. line that those he says, lines. it's one of those things, it's like, just, okay, just keep going. Say something else. Say yeah. something else. Go ahead. I mean, it's amazing. And he's actively making money, too. Signed by Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> like, like. Uh, and then even when they get to the they get to the restaurant and they're eating now, you can see a lady in the background that's got the earrings on. <laughs> <laughs> in the far background, you can totally see her. It's like fucking Shower gauges curtains. before they were gauges. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What an obnoxious thing. It's like, oh, they definitely make you look older. I'd say 18, 19. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, here's the money. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, man. And then they get on the bus ride, like the singing bus ride. That's that's, right. that's like my nightmare. It's, Don't put me on a bus where people are singing songs. Well, and I'm just like in a movie called Plane Trains and Automobiles, it's like you weren't allowed here. Like but get the fuck out of your bus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a jip. <laughs> what the fuck is this movie, dudes? But it's so funny. It again shows how fucking out of touch Neil is. <laughs> like they're all singing Flintstones. <laughs> yeah. And he's I don't even know what song he sings. Three like, coins. Three coins in the fountain. Come on, you know. You know, it. You, know you know this old old adage. <laughs> yeah. you know? uh, three lovers. No, no, no. Mm. Flintstones, what, Flintstones. But it's Del Del Griffin. It's his kind. He looks. He looks at Neil when he starts singing that song. He's like, "Oh shit, he's gonna bomb here." Yeah. And he immediately is like, "I can save this." Yeah. And because he he could have just let Neil fucking bomb. Oh, Everybody's yeah. like, "Hey, does everybody hate Neil?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he could have totally done that, but he nope. And Flintstones yeah, was apparently know. John Candy's favorite cartoon back in the day. So that's a little fun tip. Is that right for that charming S man? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, took my Flintstone vitamin today. All right, Save. you got to. Yep. Just so. think about him every time. I do. I think about him every morning. Actually. Flintstone a day keeps the COVID away. You so. bet. That's what they say. Yeah, <laughs> I think they've said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to scene four. So, still uncomfortable with Dell, Neil suggests they part ways. Neil heads to St. Louis Airport to rent a car, only to find that the car he rented is not there. On his way out of the airport, he again runs into Dell, who has obtained a rental car. Late in the night, Dell ends up almost killing them by going the wrong way on the highway. Shortly afterward, a cigarette that Dell had not put out ignites the car in flames. After getting the fire out, the two make their way to a hotel. Neil manages to get a room, but Dell is not so lucky. Though Neil finally takes pity on Dell and allows him to stay in the room as well. It's so funny when he's like walking up to the car spot. I'm thinking to myself, like he's he's actually hopeful, like he at thinks, walking up to the car. 
where yep. the car is supposed to be He's anyway. Finally split ways. And then it's, it's the sh- it's the shot where it's just like what's his V five or something V5. like that. And it's like V three, V four. Finally gets a V five, and he's like, "Motherfucker!" Yeah. <laughs> like I like in in my entire like while watching this, I'm like, it's not gonna be there. No, no. <laughs> it's like, we all knew it wasn't gonna be well, there. Well, like for movie wise, anyway. But if it was if that was me, then in the couple of days that I've had already, yep. be like, it's not gonna be there. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna walk. It's the only car not gonna be there. Yeah. Every other car is gonna be like, give me one of these cars. You <laughs> no, know. I'm sorry, we can't do that. It was. <laughs> it was. Too, it's too much. And then he has to walk. He has to traverse back. <laughs> yeah. like, Dude, I grew up in St. Louis. That is 100% Lambert Airport in St. Louis. Yeah. And he 100% walked around Lambert Airport. Like, none of that was staged. Like, he was actually walking oh my God. on the highway next to Lambert <laughs> Airport. Sitting here going, holy shit. You know, it's one of those things that you, when you drive places or you're traveling, like you're in a car, you're in a bus, wherever you're doing, you go by all these places that seems small. A road seems small to you. The highway seems small when you're in a car, right? Have you ever walked next to a highway? Have just, you ever been on the highway? Just had it's a intense. flat tire and a trailer a couple weekends oh ago. Oh, my and God. And, and, yeah. And, and how fucking scary is it? It's terrifying. It's terrifying to be out there. When you have to stand on a highway, if you have to walk down the highway, those lines that are in those centered hashes, those things are like... They're Ten like, feet long. Yeah, they it's are. Like, it's, it's insane, man. To wa- I can't imagine walking across like a tarmac of an airport. Good like, lord, are you a runway? Are you kidding me? Oh god! Oh my no. god! That would be so terrifying, man. Too much. <laughs> the whole the whole scene uh, where it's the girl from uh, e- Edie McClurg. She's from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off yeah. as the like, the principal's More right Ferris. hand woman. Unbelievable. So good. Uh, just the one scene, I think she was on set for one day, but just the most iconic scene from this movie, probably, I would I, imagine. I think so. Probably. Just because it, it, this is the only scene that got its R rating, which is bullshit. Like, honestly, it's... Would, and you, I, would you say fucking bullshit? Fucking bullshit. <laughs> well, can, can we argue that if you say it once, it's it doesn't matter anymore, yeah. right? Like if, it's if not it, like you're building. Yeah, it's not yeah. like, oh, 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 you said, oh, now they're really oh, learning this word. Yeah. These kids are, no. Yeah. I think it's like said it. you're allowed two shits in a movie and like one fuck to two, like two get, shits. Yeah, to get to PG-13. But Is that I, why they say I couldn't give two shits? Maybe. That's I fun. Hope so. I, like I hope that. so. All right, cool. It is now. Oh, that wins. <laughs> um, but I think Steve Martin like actually had like a huge or big deal about this because I think he went to the MPAA and was like, "Can we just this is like the only scene in the movie. It's just one scene. You know, it's literally like a minute long, I think, like on the dot." Um and he's just like trying to get them to come down with the, with the PG rating, and it's just like I don't know if if Steven Spielberg made this movie, he probably would have got away with yeah, it right. for some fucking reason. But it's just like I don't know I, for this movie being R rated just for this scene alone is ridiculous. Stupid! It's yeah. a fucking word. Do you know how many times he says it? I I didn't. I didn't count. Eighteen times. Eighteen times. Eighteen times he says that word uh, in sixty seconds. Uh, and dude, Edie McClurg. So when good. she's on the phone <laughs> yeah. talking about making the food, and then she goes, gobble, 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 gobble. Uh, gobble, gobble. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I'm going to call everyone I know on Thanksgiving this year and go, gobble, gobble. gobble. <laughs> and she's, <laughs> she just improv that, too. Like, John, he's like, I don't do something. She's like, okay. <laughs> she's like, pretend like you're talking to your fucking sister before <laughs> yeah. Thanksgiving. I did find So I wondered, 
there's been some terrible TV edits over time, right? Yeah, where yeah, yeah. where they take a scene like this and they take it to TV and it's just terrible. Uh, yeah. But this one, I had to know. I typed in on YouTube. I said edited T- like the TV planes, like trains, and automobiles uh, car rental scene. Give me a Falcon car with a no, Falcon. That's what I expected. <laughs> they completely they completely read shot the scene. While they were there. Oh, wow. So he's saying different. He's just saying uh, a Falcon and a Camaro or a Corvette. So it's it's him saying it. There's no overdubs. They just had a whole other set of dialogue for for the TV version. Okay. So they knew it was going to be a hit. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Give me a Falcon. (laughs) Yeah. Could you imagine that being dubbed over? It's just, that'd be, you wouldn't watch the movie. Like, you're waiting for this scene, you know, if you love this movie. It's like uh, Major League when he goes, strike this fucking guy out. In the, yeah. in the TV version, he goes, strike this guy out. <laughs> Bye. But I think out. it's like Die Hard 2 or something like that. He's like, yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. Said <laughs> <laughs> a motherfucker. He's like, wait, what? What does that have to do with Falcons? Well, his name isn't Mr. Falcon. Oh my God! No, it's really it's not. (laughs) By then, Del Griffith comes to save the day again. Kidding. Del was able to rent a car. Yeah. Find out later on why. But does that mean that that Neil rented a car with a with Del's diner's car? Right? It had to be. He tried to rent the car with with Dell's card because I, he says at one point he's only got like this card and and like a, a gas card yeah. and something else. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe like for me, I I kept thinking about that. I I was like, did it's like he because he got very accu- accusative, uh, accusatory, <laughs> accusatory, accusatory, accusatorious <laughs> of of Dell about using his card and stealing it. And I was like, well, how did he get a card? Or, or very true, true man. Yeah, I don't know. But things, none of that applies to Neil. Neil's a piece of shit. Oh, that's right. That's right. No Sorry. one cares. And actually, I was thinking about that. It's like, wouldn't you notice it if you looked at your card? It's like you never. As long as it's the color it's card, like, you think you're pulling on oh, your wallet. Yeah. You don't look at your you're name. Yeah, that feels like the crack. Oh, that that's looks in like. It. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's my <laughs> shitty ATM one. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, when uh, he's like arguing with the guy outside. Uh, I, I forgot Lambert Airport. Yeah, um, the guy punches him, and in reality, that guy could have been a murderer. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I had that written down <laughs> too. Like, punches like, him, he lands in the street, and Dell almost hits him. He if he did, yeah, he basically instigated vehicular manslaughter. Boom, you're going to jail. Boom, non-voluntary vehicular manslaughter. Yeah, there it is. There's the terms. If you could, if you could ride in a car with one person in history. The answer is John Candy. One hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, like every car that he's in in every single movie looks like the funnest time ever. There's like think of Uncle Buck, think of Great Outdoors. There's always great music playing. Yeah. There's he's pretending to play instruments. He's Dude. playing the key. He looks like he's having the best time of his life. Oh yeah. I drive to Ankeny, Iowa, which is two hours away from where we live, so it's four hour drive there and back. And sometimes I get a little sleep. I'll be honest, sometimes. Some, sometimes podcasts just can't do it for me. And that. Th- watching this scene, I'm like, that is me just trying to fucking stay awake. Just like, you know, play air guitar, like singing the top Saxophone. of my lungs. Yeah, or it's like cars driving by, I'm like, fuck you, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing, you know. Uh, but listening to Ray Charles is just like the most John Candy yeah. and thing that I could ever think of. And it's so fun to watch. I I was coming home last night. We just got, we were just coming back literally last night. We had to drive from Chicago O'Hare airport to home, which is without tolls, a little over four hours. Terrible drive. It's an awful drive. 
and by the end of it, I was literally trying to like play instruments on the fucking <laughs> steering wheel. I was like hitting myself in the face. I was doing anything I could to like, I was like crumpling stuff in my face, like rappers and stuff to try to stay awake. I should have taken a note from him and just put on Ray Charles and just fucking <laughs> try to take your. Ja- I guarantee if you tried to take your jacket off and you got caught. Yeah. You'd be wide awake. That's so funny. Oh. You'd be wide awake. <laughs> oh, yeah. You'd be fucking scared. Has that happened to you guys? Have you guys ever oh, like, yeah. kind of caught with like one of your, your arm? You're like, oh, fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's pretty terrifying. Dude, I, was, I picked my dog up from the daycare today, and I drive a, a manual. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, a manual. I always confuse it. You know you don't have to do that anymore, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know they make automatic? (laughs) The car does it for you now. It's fine. You go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, wow. (laughs) But I'm like holding him in one arm, pulling like I got my foot on the clutch and my foot on the gas and the fucking goddamn toggle. Yeah. And he's like in my face trying to kiss. I have no idea. (laughs) I don't know how I got here, guys. (laughs) The toggle? (laughs) The toggle? Oh, I got here. <laughs> anyway, it's <was> difficult. <laughs> so my life sucks. <laughs> my life sucks. <laughs> you know what? I laugh right now, but I can't. It's laugh. pretty good. I like when I like when that happens. <laughs> All right. Uh, great, great, great line of the movie is when they're like. <laughs> You're going the wrong way. And he's like, <laughs> he said we're going the wrong way. How do they know uh, where we're going? <laughs> that, yeah. one, that was over my head as a kid. I, I don't know. Because like, no, like, oh, you idiot. Hey, speaking of which, I actually had someone drive past me last weekend going the wrong way. Are you serious? On a four-lane highway. That was me, dude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how anything works. I'm so sorry. Sean's good. <laughs> oh. Off the rails. Off the planes, trains, rains. Mm, <laughs> there you go. It's hard, right? Holy <laughs> fuck, my throat hurts so bad. I'm going to keep trying to move this along this until we get off. This is the best scene in the movie. It's so fucking funny. And, and it's funny how John Hughes has these like weird, like Tim Burton-esque like, snippets yeah. in, in his movies. <laughs> Where John Candy like turns into like a skeleton yeah, for a quick second, and, then, and then the devil, and then the devil. <laughs> it's like yeah. There's there's a photo we'll Dude. share on our Facebook of Steve Martin with his arm around John Candy. And John Candy's got <laughs> devil makeup on. Oh my! I gosh. had to have been right after that scene. Oh, I That's want a photo amazing. of that on my desk so They're bad. Just like best buddies, just yeah, hanging like, out. Like I say, man, like some of the behind the scenes stuff is like it's so hard to not think about. Like for that very very slight small instance, they had to dress. John Candy up like that, <laughs> and he had to walk out on set like that, and like For literally just like three minutes, three to seconds it. of a shot. Yeah, exactly. Literally, like not even. <laughs> he took a whole day's <laughs> worth of makeup. A whole day's worth of makeup or whatever, and like Steve Martin got to see that for the first time, and I just imagine him just like them <laughs> having a laugh about it, man. So this is gonna take great. five hours. You know, I'm not gonna be able to get the scene. <laughs> it's done. okay. We're gonna get a cool, funny photos with it. It'll be great. It's oh, funny. It's right. so good. But like also on Home Alone, we're like. Uh, uh, What's his name? Um, Stern, yeah. Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern, yeah. Gets shocked and he turns into a skeleton for, just like, for one yeah. second. It's just like weird things mm-hmm. like that that John Hughes will do. And just, this is a scene that happens in it too. But I love where they end up, like just sitting on the trunk. Yep. And we'll get to the trunk later. Uh, just sitting on the trunk and they're, they end up by a Chicago sign, which is really yeah. funny. Like the sign is just like Chicago this way, 100, 102 miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the fucking car lights up in the background is so fucking good. Just them looking behind, like, eh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool. Wait. 
you, know? you got to laugh about it. No. Did you guys recognize the hotel clerk? Yes, sir. Please tell me where he's from. It's been a movie that we've done. Yeah. Maybe you know another one. Uh, Jurassic Park. He's yeah. the Jurassic attorney Park. in Jurassic yes. Park. Right. That's yeah. right. Martin Ferrero. <laughs> I'm going, who the fuck is this guy? <gasps> he was yeah. the attorney who got eaten off the toilet by the T-Rex. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> like, it's literally an alumni of this, po- of like the episodes that we've covered. Yeah, it kind of is. It's crazy how this movie has been yeah. traversing our lineage. <laughs> no, that's great. Thank awesome, you. man. Yeah, I did it. So they, they they see the cars on fire. They do eventually make it to the hotel, yep. right? Yep. And they're making it all the way there. And I know <laughs> I know that there's the little thing with the uh with the phone in the room and it's got a lock on it that's super weird. Yeah. That's a very creepy thing. <laughs> but to some degree, I have to think that Neil could possibly get some sort of phone call to his wife. <laughs> I have to think. <laughs> Somehow use the lobby phone, whatever. He's yes. 102 miles from Chicago. She could just go get him. <laughs> she could just go get him. She could just go get him, man. Like she could have like, got him in St. Louis. It's like uh, 102. Yeah. Like it's like, dude. Yeah, I'm taking it's like, my headphones off. Just ruin this entire <laughs> show for me. <laughs> it's 102 miles. It's like at that point, the hotel's probably less than 100 miles away. That's four hours round trip, man. I'm just saying, like she grandma just, and grandpa are already in town. They're They'll already be, in town. They're already in town. They could easily, very easily. I'm just saying, it's like, oh, grandma and grandpa. Here. I, I know her dad. I'm gonna go get dad. He's just have that one hell of a week. Like I'm gonna go get him. Be be on your like, best behavior when we get be, home. It's been a long. It's been a long. So I'm gonna go get him. And fuck you, AJ. <laughs> this is my role. God, I didn't even think about that. I didn't either. I'm like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, everything's fine. Of course, they're at the hotel. <laughs> John With Candy's no money. So distracting. I can't think about anything else. Uh, before I before I tell you this, I love that when he's like, "I got two dollars in a Casio," and he like presents it on his <laughs> yeah. arm. <laughs> it's a salesmanship coming back, baby. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I can't help. I you. have to say goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the first moment where Neil actually becomes a human being. Yeah. And when Neil finally look, he looks outside and he invites him in. From he, this moment on is pure happiness. Mm-hmm. Like he let, he decided to be a good human being and just sit back and say, yeah, this is actually kind of crazy, dude. Let's come on inside. Let's have some fucking little bottles. So much fun. Yeah, exactly. And then that there's not a bad thing that happens. They even get pulled over, go to jail and they're still like, this is great. They ride in the back of a truck. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. It's because he lets happiness into his life. A yeah, piece of shit. His, Go with the flow. Yes. John Candy's whole like spiel to himself outside. It, I'm just like, how is this man never nominated for anything? I don't know. And I'm not. I'm not sure if he was or not. But um, it's just crazy how he, like. And I know, like even Ebert said, he's like they kind of cast Steve Martin and John Candy as themselves. But if you're in a okay. movie playing yeah. yourself, and you're good. and you're the best person on the entire planet, then you need an Oscar. I don't care. Yeah. Like, give this man an honorary thing. I don't care. It's just Pulitzer Prize, like yes. Nobel Peace Prize, whatever. Yeah, whatever give it, it all to him. Give it. Give the. That is what he deserves. Presidential seal. I don't care. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The whole drinking in the hotel dude. scene is so much fun. I just like imagine being there. You oh, know. Dude. God damn it. I. I. Th- it's one of my final notes of they're having their drinks in the hotel. And I just imagine this is some of the most real John Candy on film. Yeah. To be honest, I buy this a hundred percent. Yeah. I, I think it is like, he's having the, like 
they're they're drinking or whatever they're having their little drinks or whatever but he's like he's like man like pulling my ass off of that seat it looks like i was grilled you know he's just making jokes and again i think it's just he's i feel like that's genuine laughter from steve martin yeah. coming out from him that john candy is just getting him rolling just it's funny like he's got all those fucking little mini shooters and the snacks <laughs> in his trunk. Jamaica on, yeah. yeah. And they're just they're just they're uh, Irie and just <laughs> and they're just genuinely cracking each other up. And that is like that is like one of the most wholesome like moments in in movies yeah. I think I've ever seen. I don't know when John Candy's laughing and he goes in the bathroom, but then he opens the door again. And he's still like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he the door. I, I don't like I don't buy people acting drunk yes. usually in movies. Right. I buy that I'm like they were drinking on scene. They, yeah. yeah, he's got a good buzz going on. Shooters and just chilling and <laughs> those like, are real shooters. Yeah. yeah, man. All right, so let's finish this up. I'll so. Do it. On the road the next day, the two are pulled over when their vehicle is clocked going over the speed limit. The vehicle is impounded, but Dell finds an alternate transportation mode in the back of a semi. Finally arriving in Chicago on Thanksgiving Day, Neil and Dell part ways. On the elevated train system, Neil thinks about Dell and realizes that he may not have a home or a family. Neil then brings Dell home with him for Thanksgiving dinner, and Dell is overjoyed to meet Neil's family. Another goddamn cameo, Michael McKean <laughs> as the cop. And fucking oh, yeah. Coneheads and uh, uh, Jesus, best everything. In show. Yeah, best I in mean, show. He was show. A, he was a part of all that. Eugene Levy, yeah, the Second Rob, City. Or what's the goddamn world? Rob Reiner movie? Um, uh, rock and Roll, Spinal Tap. Thank Spinal you. Spinal Tap. Yes, yes, yeah. So Man. fucking good. So cool to see him in this. He kind of a, plays kind of a normal cop. Yeah, too. right. He wasn't like over the. There top. were cutout scenes apparently that around right? that entire thing. Is yeah. that right? Oh in my fact, God. in fact, so Dell and Neil, he's a Wisconsin state trooper. If you know your your U.S. geography, <laughs> St. Louis is southwest of Chicago. Yeah. Wisconsin is north of Chicago. Right. So supposedly, like they went out of their way and didn't know where they were going, which explains all the added time. Oh. Uh, and it like also explains like the truck it's, that they're riding is coming from the north side of Chicago. That's right. And it's like a cheese truck. It's like Oshkosh. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah. So they skipped. There must have been all this plot line about how they went the wrong way. Definitely. Yeah. And they just kind of say, hey, whatever. Point. Who cares? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That explains so much. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> and that's such a Tommy Boy thing, right? With, oh, yeah. <laughs> like 100%. Tommy Boy had to rip that Oh, my off. gosh. Of the two friends singing songs and <laughs> in the beat-up car driving down the road. God, it has it's to be. direct, man. Yes. It is direct. John Candy also, he said, I know it's not pretty to look at, but it'll get you where you want to go. He says that to Michael McKeon, yeah. the cop. He says that also in Cool Runnings That's right. to the team's bobsled <laughs> the first time they see <laughs> yeah. it. Oh, nice. Kind of a nice little tribute there. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so I want to bring this up right now. Uh, there's a theory out there. I don't know if you guys have heard this or not. So we, we do know coming up here, at least, that his wife is dead. And there's a theory out there that in the trunk is her body or her bones or her remains or anything like that. You shut your mouth. Yeah. What? This is the only fan theory that I've ever heard that makes me watch the movie differently now. Like, like all the other ones are like, yeah, that's fun. I like that. That's funny. It's funny to think about. I like that. But this is the only one that like, oh, shit. Like that. He never makes, opens it, does it, he? It's kind of heavy, too. I mean, I know it's a trunk, but like, it's just like, oh, man, that's pretty fucking disturbing and weird to me. Too. Eight years. <laughs> yeah. They also, uh, I don't know if this adds to it at all. and Maybe maybe it kind of does. He does carry it. They do carry it upside down a lot, too. Mm. Like, oh, really? Yeah, they carry the, that trunk upside down a lot. So 
I'm sorry does. to ruin yeah, this. Yeah, you. Have, <laughs> I think we should give up. So anyway, why does he ring the doorbell yeah, to his own house? Pretty fun. <laughs> what a weirdo, huh? <laughs> Halloween's over, Sean. <laughs> Let it go. I just love to. I tried to rinse the taste out with that cider you had, but <laughs> it's bad, man. <laughs> I love to as he's thinking about his family and it gets to the gets to a kid gets to his kids. It shows one with the bowl cut. I think it's Matthew Lawrence. I'm like, it ah, is. it's been <laughs> he's like, I'm a kid. He looks like he's dressed like a leprechaun or an old man too. He's got suspenders on and like a a freaking cardigan, and he's got like like golfer pants but on. Are leader hosing like a traditional yeah. Thanksgiving late eighties like, guys? Attire? I was there. You That's had what you wear. That's <laughs> what you do. Apparently, Jesus. Apparently Christ. that that scene too where he's just. Uh, it's Martin or Steve Martin just like kind of looking off and yeah. like remembering his family, thinking about right. his family. That was all. He didn't know a camera was on him that entire time. So John Hughes was just filming him like in between shots and he was just like, just roll. So, and it was just Steve Martin like literally thinking about his lines and like what he was going to do next in, this, in the next scene and everything oh, like wow. that. And he just like kept it in. He was like, it was so naturalistic. I, I had to use it. This is kind of cool. That's because it switches man. from his his wife, who just doesn't care, to right. then now he gets back to Dell, and he's like, "Oh shit!" He connects the dots. Mm-hmm. I don't think Dell has a family or home. Goes back and gets them. Yeah, and sure yeah. enough, oh, that's tough. It's really it's really a devastate or devastating revelation uh, to hear about Dell, and like, this is what made me like not really like the movie um, uh, before. And but like as a kid or anything, I'm like, oh, why is it sad now? So like one of those reviewers is like, it's why is it sad? It's not funny. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it gets there, but like it also makes it a little bit more heartfelt. And like that's I don't know, it's just John Candy to me, and and John Hughes too. Like yeah, and it's like well, John Candy plays these characters where he's like he's having kind of major issues with his life, but he's always positive. Yep. And that's what that's what. I love about all of his characters that he plays. I feel like that was maybe him as a real human. Kind of. Like, you know? I I think so. Yeah, he always, I mean, he never, he always like hid them from people in, in, in these movies too, but they eventually get revealed. Yeah. I I gotta imagine that's the, that's the man as well. The Chris Farley thing, the John Belushi, like Mm -hmm. they can never turn it off, but like they don't take care of themselves. They're worried about everybody else, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, I wrote it as like, it's one of the most, equally heartwarming and heart-wrenching moments right. obviously of, of this movie but on the, like a lot of movies i don't know it's tough to watch i'm like watching this like on an airplane and i'm just like kind of tearing up a little bit i'm like <laughs> Fuck, thank god it's dark in here it's like man <laughs> if, no. if that didn't get you that john candy freeze frame at the end always oh, gets you that john candy freeze that frame. uncle buck ending man yeah and then you know thank god that his, his wife was just upstairs doing anything <laughs> she was not- just crying <laughs> on her bed while everyone's downstairs making thanksgiving dinner Right, everyone's doing. Everyone else is doing everything else. Fuck, it's one Thanksgiving. (laughs) Would you please? (laughs) Uh, Well, last thing I got, I've never watched it until this time. I accidentally just left it on. There's an after the credits scene. Oh shit! I didn't know that. that. Credits roll for like four minutes. It's Neil's boss still at his desk with Thanksgiving dinner on it, and he's still looking at the posters, <laughs> going, "Oh, I don't know, I don't know." And then oh, it that's ends. fucking and then it fun, ends. man. I wish it would have stuck around. Shit, man. Well, anything great. else you guys want to say? I don't think so. No. All right. I don't think so. Modern day ratings. It's yeah. time, yeah. AJ. That's it. What do you feel about this modern day critical eye? It's. Uh, I, I have to attach this to. Um, the, the, I, obviously the holidays and, um, I love this time of year and, uh, you know, I, I, I love 
everything about this movie. John Hughes, John Candy, Steve Martin, all the cameo casting and uh, B-listers and everything that goes on with it. And it's just a fun time. It's enjoyable. I, I have to say this has got to be um, an 8.1. 8.1 for the age. What about you, Sean? It's fucking great. It, like, honestly, I'm not even going to go into it. It's John Candy, Steve Martin, John Hughes. It is a eight for me. Eight straight up. I'm a, I'm a 7.18 for the 18 fuckings that he gives out there. <laughs> uh, it, dude, it's just classic. I mean, like, I, I'm not going to watch it maybe multiple times a year, but every Thanksgiving from here on out, yeah. it's, a, it's an automatic guaranteed watch. Yeah. I just feel like that's how it is. 100%. Essential. I hope I hope everyone's having a great Thanksgiving. Yeah. And hope this puts you in the holiday spirit. Let That's in right. let in the let in the man who won't shut up. And yeah. his anecdotes just are let him in. are funny. Just let, you know, right. give him some turkey and he might be fun. But and also just go easy on your spouse if they're if work's tough and they're traveling and they're trying their best to provide for the family. Just go easy. Yeah. Traveling's schedules. hard around the holidays. I can take it easy on. <laughs> Crazy yeah. schedules. We got. We got to do. We got two movies tonight. You know, like we're, we, we're we doing all this research. We're doing what we're doing, man. Yeah, just <laughs> we're fine. Well, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Everybody it means the world to have you here with us. Tune in next Wednesday. Uh, another great episode. We're bringing back the mini bites. You bet. Oh yeah, goosebumps. R.L. Stein series. Goosebumps. <laughs> and then. We're leaving it up to Sean. Sean has not told us yet what his pick is, but he said he would do it live on air. What is your pick, Sean? I've decided. It's going to be The Princess Bride, you guys. We're going to The Princess Bride. Yeah. You've been asking for it. Sean caved. Uh, So tune in, subscribe, hang out with us every Wednesday. It means the world. Please. Thanks for listening, guys. The most important thing you can do right now is to follow us on social meds. The social media at Confused Breakfast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And if you're on Twitter, Confused Be Fast. You should also subscribe and leave us a review on your podcast platform of your choice that you're listening to on right now. Also, will you please visit our merch store? We please. have merch, you guys. Shirts, stickers, yeah. koozies. Go check them out at confusedbreakfast.bigcartel.com. And don't forget about our voicemail number. We want to hear from you. We want to hear those sexy voices. 319-804-9596. You can find links to everything at our website, confusedbreakfast.com. Tell your friends that's your mission this week. Get them Tell to do an episode. Guys, you can always find me anywhere on social media. It's AJ Venz, A-J-A-Y-V-E-N-S, anywhere on social media online. You can find me, TikTok and Instagram, Sean Pryor 237 Goodbye. And I'm generally called Mikey Schulte on things, but sometimes I'm not. So you're just going to have to like click on the links and the things and yep. find us, okay? Yep. Got well, it. that's it for today's episode. Goodbye. Deuces. Bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.